0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com. Please gamble responsibly. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Kenny Miller and Lee Wallace have been suspended by Rangers after an incident following the semi-final defeat to Celtic. John Hartson believes that Ibrox side were in awe of the hoops during Sunday's game. And St Mirren are back in action for the first time since becoming champions with Falkirk visiting Paisley. I'm in the company this evening of Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna. Uh, a two-hour show, Gordon. I expect it to be dominated by one issue. Kenny Miller and Lee Wallace's future or rather lack of future at Rangers a great story for Robert Grieve my colleague in the Scottish Sun this morning um, both players have been suspended the club put a statement out confirming this at lunchtime um, a very uncertain future you know Kenny Miller five games left of his Rangers career I don't think you'll see him back at Ibrox I don't think there's any chance you would see him you see him back at Ibrox now Lee Wallace suspended pending an internal club inquiry he has a year left on his Rangers contract Fascinating to see whether or not the Rangers fans see him in a light blue jersey again. Yeah, I think that uh, looking back at a, a really disappointing weekend for Rangers, and you've got to say on the pitch and obviously off it now, uh, with the news that have come out, the two lads have been suspended. Um, I agree with Roger. I think that's Kenny Miller finished now. Sad way to go. He's been a good servant to them. Um, but, you, you know, the talk of undermining the manager... And in football, you can't allow that to happen going. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what the next couple of weeks holds for us. So the story broke this morning, then it became official, if you like, with a, a very short statement from Rangers six hours or so ago. It says Rangers can confirm two players, Lee Wallace and Kenny Miller, have this morning been suspended pending investigation into a team-related Incident. The club will make no further comment until this investigation has been completed. Uh, Roger, I think at four and a half minutes into the show, it's important that w- we're honest and admit that when it comes to a situation like this, we're simply going to have to deal in a bit of speculation. That That is the way it works. Unless you were there and unless you heard exactly what was said, you're going to have to read between the lines a little bit. Because what you've noticed in social media is some people will say, Listen, a bit of passion The players should be upset I've no problem with that I'm backing the players But then of course The other side of it is Presumably A line has been crossed And I'm sure everyone agrees as well No one's bigger than the club And all the rest of it And if you undermine the manager Things can be difficult Well, cl- clearly the club hierarchy Believe a line has been crossed Otherwise the players wouldn't be suspended it, It's it's the identities of the players that I think surprise most people, Gordon, because had this been, and I'm just plucking two names out of the sky here, had this been Wes Fodderingham and Declan John, and they had been suspended this morning, then, yep, you, you know, the club have acted, the club have done this, the club have done that. This is Lee Wallace and Kenny Miller. Lee Wallace has been at the club for very many years, seven or eight years now. He, along with Lee McCulloch, stayed at the club. When the club was in the fourth tier of Scottish football Made it clear he didn't want to leave the club Made it clear his feelings for Rangers And he has played right the way through all the divisions with Rangers So any Rangers supporters calling the phone in tonight um, Should bear that in mind They should also bear in mind that Kenny Miller has been at a football club On three separate occasions Has won things with Rangers um, And has strong feelings as well for Rangers So... 
whatever happened in there and whatever the outcome of this inquiry is, and I think it will end with Kenny Miller leaving the club and may well also end with Lee Wallace leaving the club. These are guys who have strong feelings for Rangers and would feel strongly in the immediate aftermath of a 4-0 defeat to Celtic in a Scottish Cup semi-final at Hamden. Right. Time for you to have your say Very important number that you need 01419511025 You can tweet us of course At Clyde SSB on Twitter Lots to get through Just give us your general reactions to this news today That Lee Miller Lee Miller That's a combination of the two Lee Wallace <laughs> and Kenny Miller Have been suspended by Rangers After an incident following that semi-final defeat to Celtic First up tonight's Graham in Easterhouse Hi Graham. Not bad, Graham. Give us your general thoughts then when you you heard out you, you heard the news today. Well, stick me. On Sunday after I left that game, I was never going to go back. I'm not seizing my renewing my ticket or that. Then this comes out that they're fighting with Marty and they're fighting. See if they showed the same fight on the park. We wouldn't have been in this state. So I'm delighted the two are suspended. They've done the same with Kashinia, the same two players. And this this they've got Rangers at heart. 50,000 Rangers fans got Rangers at heart and we need to watch nonsense on Sunday so if I split the best again days argue with a manager after that kind of performance get them get them out leave them leave it I, th- I, th- I think uh, Graham's look will be like a lot of Rangers supporters um, because they'll continually say well if they showed the fight on the pitch rather than a dressing room they would have got on a lot better you know you look at situations like Lee Wallace he's not even in the squad Gordon you know, he's in there with suit on. Sometimes, you know, as a manager, you, you, you tend to not let that happen. Keep the dressing room get for the players that are involved. They've obviously been, you know, words said and it's, it's good, you know, too, too far for the Rangers manager. Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter how many years you're there. Doesn't matter, um, you know, if you love the club or you don't. There's a line and you can't cross that line. And uh, obviously these two players have crossed that line. I think Graham is along with a lot of Rangers supporters. I think they were absolutely disgusted. So you can lose games. We've all been there. I've been a manager. I've been a player. I've, I can lose games. But it's the manner Rangers lost them. They lost their discipline. You had two Morelos and Dockery having a go at each other coming off the park. Candias, I thought, was an absolute disgrace walking right down the tunnel. Um, so it's been a real poor weekend for everyone concerned I mean. Roger there's a widely held view that that was the final nail in Graham Murty's coffin and there's no chance he'll be the manager going forward considering that then today looks from the outside like a like as, like as if the hierarchy are backing Graham Murty on this uh, issue I think it's two separate issues to be perfectly honest with you Gordon I, I don't think Graham Murty will be Rangers manager beyond No no sorry uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not meaning this is proof that he, he no, will be I, I, I think the, a 4-0 defeat to Celtic Off the back of losing at home to Celtic with 10 men last month I don't think there's any chance that Graham Murty Will be in charge of Rangers next season But he is in charge of Rangers just now And I think the club hierarchy clearly feel That two players crossed a line In terms of their conduct on Sunday And I don't think it matters Who the manager is You know It's been referred to today As a team related incident So There's clearly a Code of conduct At the club That The club's hierarchy Believe Has been breached By the players And I don't I don't think You know There's any link Between that And Graham Murty's Long term future But if you listen to Daz A minute ago Daz spoke about Greg Doherty Alfredo Morelos Daniel Candias, Andy Halliday We've now got Lee Wallace We've got Kenny Miller 
um, you know, Bruno Alves went on and then came off and then went went, went on again. There are an awful lot of team related issues there. I, I I would see, and I think Rangers have a lot of problems to deal with, not just the suspensions of two senior players. Uh, Graham, like Roger mentioned, Kenny Miller is out of contract at the end of the season. Lee Wallace is not though. That makes his picture perhaps a bit more complicated. How do you expect or want this to play out with him? Well, Miller can go right now. He can leave and just put Wallace up for transfer. Don't even give him, don't even let him into training again. It's disgusting what they've done. They've hung the boy out to die. They've cowards. Every one of them are stood back. Scott Brown could have played with soon. I don't think the boy broke sweat. And for me, he's not the greatest player in the world. He's a great captain, a great leader, definitely. But can I... I'm telling you, I'm so wound up on Sunday. I'm, I'm, I'm only playing. I wasn't going back. Obviously, we can't do now, but it was murder to watch. Well, Graham, you're just playing devil's advocate for a minute. You're you're obviously extremely emotional about the performance or lack of performance that was put in. Neither Kenny Miller nor Lee Wallace got onto the football pitch on Saturday. Is there a, an argument that perhaps. No, no. No, I was going to say, is there an argument perhaps that Kenny Miller and Lee Wallace. Could have been forwarding the arguments that you're forwarding in the show at the minute, in the in the dressing room. You have, again, yeah, Roger. Again, I know we we are guessing, second yeah, guessing. I, but of course, that's what I'm but saying. Yeah, you'd have to imagine that if it was simply putting forward tactical concerns, then they wouldn't be suspended. Surely, that, as I said, all we can do is assume that a line has been crossed. Yeah. So, but we don't know where the line is, Gordon. You know. I, I also, Gordon, I think that uh, Graham's on talking about players. I think the Rangers manager's got to take a bit of responsibility as well. You, you're you the leader there. You set the discipline. You set the standards. Um, I thought that it's easy now. And Sunday, when, when, I, when I got the team sheet, I couldn't believe Andy Halliday was playing the middle of the park um, on, a, on the back of a performance against uh, Dundee at Ibrox for about 20 minutes. Um you know, and then to add to that with four minutes to go at half time, he substitutes him. Now he's every right to do that if he wants to, but what probably a, a better experienced manager would have done would have waited to half time, uh, and once the door was shut in the dressing room, explained his situation, explained his reasons why he was taking him off, and made the change. Then the minute Halliday come off, and then we, we, we see it on the TV, which, you know, whoever he's having a go at. That's You've lost it right away And I think it just crept into the full team At the same time That's not the first time I've ever seen a manager do that And quite often when he does They get praised for being decisive Well I thought it was a wrong move um, It wasn't going to change anything um, He could have easily If if there was about 10-15 minutes to go Before half time Yeah okay You can understand that It's 4 minutes to go Let it just Let, let it play out I, I think an experienced manager would have made that decision at half time. If, if you remember this, Tommy Wright did it recently with Chris Miller at Time Castle. And Chris Miller had a show of dissent, not not dissimilar to Andy Allardy's show of dissent. You know, it, it's, I think players who get hooked before half time, it's a bit of a, you know, it's a bit of an indignity, if you like. So they tend to react angrily about it. And nothing was said about Chris Miller because it's Hearts versus St John's and it's not Celtic versus Rangers. But clearly, whatever Andy Halliday said, Whoever Andy Halliday said it to, that hasn't crossed this line that we're talking about tonight, Gordon. So you would have to assume that whatever's happened with Kenny Miller and Lee Wallace is deemed by Rangers to be more serious than Andy Halliday's show of dissent 
Or Daniel Kandias Is show us dissent uh, That was Graham From Easterhouse Thank you to Graham Not too happy With the players in question But T is on Twitter Showing the other side He says Wallace and Miller Have been better servants To the club Than Murty and the board Ever will be The board are to blame Deflection tactics 0141 951 To have your say Andy's in London Hi Andy Yep Hello What do you make of Hi. all this Andy? Well, I was, I was just, uh, I was wondering if I could speak to Gordon. It's, uh, what kind of, Gordon thinks it. I mean, I think, see, it just sums up the Rangers board. Honestly, mm-hmm. see what they've done to Kenny Miller. It's, it just, just mentioned about serving. See Kenny Miller over the last two, three years. The best player we've had at the club. Gives a 100% every time. He's won his, ga- he's won his games. He wish to get beaten. I can't believe what they've done to Kenny Miller. And Graham Murray, I phoned a few weeks ago. Graham Murray, that man's hopeless. Hopeless. He's well at his league. Kenny Miller obviously knows that, and so does half the players. A guy's hopeless. I can't believe what they've done to Kenny Miller, honestly, for what he's, he gave us the last few years. Yeah, honestly, but, but also, also, Andy, I think that um, you know the the fact that Dave King came out prior to his game, made a statement. I don't think helps you, and I know that Graham Murty sort of a. Uh, Said, well, I'm not really concentrating that. I've got the big game against Celtic to 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 worry him more. Um, but it doesn't matter what sort of servant you are, what sort of player you are. Kenny Miller would have been really disappointed in the fact that he didn't start again because he played against Dundee. He scored a goal. He hit the post. He played particularly well on that day. But Graham Murty, I think going with the three in the middle of the park was the right idea. I just think he got the personnel wrong. Um, but you cannot, I don't care if you've been at a club 10 years or whatever, if you're in a dressing room, they've got to be a bit of respect. And it doesn't matter if Graham Murty, people think he's hopeless, he's inexperienced or whatever it may be, he's still the Rangers manager and you've got to, as a player, you've got to respect that. And after games like that, it sometimes it spills over and things are said in the heat of the moment. But I just think Graham Murty lost it completely um, at the weekend, Gordon. I think the substitution didn't help. Andy Halliday, um, I'm very disappointed in his backroom staff because if that was me working as a, a, with a manager... But was Andy loyal, Halliday not having no, a, a ding-dong with a fan, though? Is no, that not I'm the point? talking about Candace. All right, OK. You know, to walk off the pitch, um, you know, say something to the manager, walk right down the tunnel... If I'm, I was not that coach, I would have went right after him and dragged him right back out on a dugout to say, listen, you're a, you're a part of this. So I, I just thought that the discipline and it spilled over, everything's been lost, and I don't think Dave King helped the manager with statement getting into this big game. Uh, Andy, you mentioned about Kenny Miller being the best player, in your opinion, that Rangers have had in the last couple of years. So if that's true... That perhaps isn't really the the point though, is it? Because what about this idea we get that about no one being bigger than the club? And I use the word if again. So if he has crossed the line, surely anything that goes before is actually pretty irrelevant. I don't know. I think, no, I don't. I don't, no? I don't believe that. You know. I mean, everybody see the heat at the moment. You can say things that you regret. I mean, I don't think you need to do to do that to him. You know. You see things at the heat at the moment. Now, obviously, he was upset. You know, but last two or three years. Cassinia, Warburton. I mean, the Rangers board. Honestly, I mean, Ed Gordon, see Gordon, one of his pals. I mean, that's who I wanted as manager, Billy Davis, because I think that man would have. See, that's one thing. Beat the players. He'd have got me to play football. Honestly. 
Okay, thank you to Andy in London. If you want to join us on the lines, it's 01419511025. Uh, we're also on Twitter at Clyde SSB as well. Very much split opinion on this one. Lots of support coming in uh, for Kenny Miller and Lee Wallace. Um, how? What sort of time frame are you expecting on this, Roger? I appreciate that's a, a difficult question. Graham Murty is going to have to face the press this week before the game. To be to be honest with you, Gordon, I, I think the time frame it, it, for once is irrelevant. Yeah, Kenny Miller won't play for Rangers again. There are five games left. He's not really been playing for Rangers. If you look, as Dan said, you know he came back in. Daz and I were there. The four 0 game against Dundee for Super Scoreboard. He came in. He scored the goal. I think it was his first start since December, wasn't it? It was. So he hasn't been in the team. Lee Wallace has been out injured, had an operation, hasn't played since September. My understanding is he feels he has been fit and ready to play. But hasn't been selected So you're dealing with two players Who latterly have been peripheral players So it doesn't really matter If it's dealt with tomorrow It's dealt with next week It's dealt with after the last game of the season Because neither of the players Will be playing this season um, I don't know how long it will take Graham Murty I believe is due to Speak to the media on Friday Ahead of the Sunday game against Hearts um, It'll be interesting to see his take on it and see, the club didn't give too many detail, didn't give any detail at all, really, in their brief statement today. So, once again, it's Graham Murty who's going to have to be the guy to front up and explain the club's thinking. Okay, if you want to have your say on this or anything else, then give us a call 0141 951 1025. We'll take more calls after the travel with Amber. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com. Backing Scottish football all season long. Please gamble responsibly. Gordon DL and Roger Hanna here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's show. And if you would like to join us, then do so. 0141-951-1025 or you can tweet us at Clyde SSB. Uh, as you would imagine, on a day like this, certain people have been out in the media getting some uh, reaction into the situation. Let's hear from Willie Johnson. He says it's tough to watch the state of his former club at the moment, but he hopes the board are able to turn it all around. Of course, part of that 1972 Cup Winners' Cup side, he says there are apparent divisions amongst the players, but they must work together and get behind Graham Murty. It's hard when you're, when, when you're a Rangers ex-player or fan or whatever. You always want your old club to do well. And they're just having a hard, hard time now, and everything's going wrong for them. But hopefully they'll come back. Well, we we got beat, but uh, we got beat. I've, when I played, we got beat by Celtic, and uh, but we we come back, try and come back stronger, and make sure that we didn't make the same mistakes. There's division in every dressing room. It's not just the press love it. They get a story and they'll make a big thing out. But there's fights in every dressing room, battles. That's where it counts. And especially after a game like that, you'd expect Oh, it. you've got... You, everybody's high. Everybody's on a high and you could fight with your best friend. Every, every time's different. Every era's different. You, Celtics had their bad times. Rangers are having their bad times. Hopefully the uh, Rangers can come back to really compete against Celtic. Because, of course, Roger, there's the bigger picture here. Now, needless to say, these things don't tend to happen when you're winning. It's funny that. But... Rangers are, fans were trying to deal with the result at the weekend deal with the fact that Murty's not the man for most of them and, and who's it going to be in the future and what's the squad going to look like and then this comes along as well so there's a big picture building up here that, that's making not good reading if you're a Rangers fan Well the picture is building up Gordon and will continue to build up for the next 12 days until Rangers go to Celtic Park on Sunday April 29 for the post-split game um, 
if Rangers fans think things can't get any worse, then can you imagine a scenario if Celtic failed to win against a Bernie in the Easter Road on Saturday? Rangers beat Hearts at Ibrox on Sunday, and then Celtic can clinch seven in a row against Rangers at Celtic Park in that game. A Rangers team which, at the moment, looks as if it's in disarray. The captain's suspended, the most experienced player is suspended. Andy Halliday and Daniel Kandias have shown dissent in a 4 0 defeat to Celtic at the weekend. There are injuries. Um, there are real question marks sparked by the chairman about the manager's future. So it's going to be a very anxious build up to this game for Rangers. We're on Twitter as well, of course. James Wright says Whatever was said to the Rangers manager was deemed sufficiently serious to warrant a suspension. In such circumstances, the service to the club is irrelevant. A line's been crossed and they will not appear in a Rangers shirt. Gordon, I'm, I'm wondering if you can speak a bit more generally about this relationship between manager and player, regardless mm. of who it is. I mean, Sir Alex Ferguson's sort of the ultimate. You know, if you've read his book and so on, that, that's the, the mantra, if you like, that it doesn't matter who you are. As soon as you cross the manager, you know, game over. Well, it's is, all, is, is that what's happening here? Yeah, yeah. it's all about uh, you've got to demand that respect, Gordon. Uh, this has not just been a case, and we've I've been in many a dressing room as a player and a manager, and the door gets shut, you get the jackets off. There's sometimes a lot of things said that could turn into other things. The heat of the moment. This has crossed the line, and I don't care who you are, Kenny Miller, Lee Wallace. You cannot be disrespectful. To your manager Where you think he's good Bad or indifferent But the manager demands The respect Gordon Now Willie Johnston was on the show there uh, Talking about His days at Ibrox Could you imagine him Saying anything to Doc Wallace Doc Wallace would have strangled you you know, because he, he, he held so much respect, Doc Which Wallace. we don't necessarily condone, by the no, way. No, 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 no. But you know what I'm talking about. You would never you would never go and have that with Jock Wallace. Because Jock Wallace had the respect. I don't think that Dave King helped the Rangers manager. Remember, this guy... He's, a, he's what we call a rookie manager That's what I was going to say Does it become easier for players to have a pop then If yes. they know that this guy's not yeah. even going to be here next season Or it doesn't look like well, it Well for the first for the first few months The players were calling him mercs Now it's, You've got to start off with you, if, you, if you take that job You walk in you say right here's, here's the lines You cannot cross them I don't care what you say As I say dressing rooms Have seen many a fight Many an argument Miss a fallout with your best pal as, as Willie Johnston touched on there But the minute you go for the manager And you undermine him You've got a problem And he was right to do it Kenny Miller and Lee Wallace If that's the case And it's obviously that bad They've suspended them Can't do it, Glenn Joe is a Rangers fan in Canvas Lang Hi, Joe Hi, good evening, panel. What are Hi, your thoughts, Joe? Joe? Hi, um, I'm a Rangers fan, season ticket holder, and the game on Sunday, I am absolutely disgusted, as obviously most Rangers fans are, but uh, two points, um, I, me personally, I have no problem with Kenny Miller and Lee Wallace voicing their opinions, I mean, Lee Wallace has been with us through the very, very dark times, he was the first one to put his hand up, and Alan McCoy said a long, long time ago, Lee Wallace was one of the first ones to put his hand up and say that he was staying. But let's be honest, if he probably went elsewhere, maybe get more money and played in a better league. I have no no problem with these guys putting their hands up because even the Rangers fans could see it's an absolute shambles from top to bottom. Now, Graham Murphy 
we were brought in to do a job for us, which was which was youth development, and that guy was lauded for his talents and doing that. That's why we went after him, why we brought him in. I personally think Dave King has ruined that man. We've put him in a horrible position twice now. He's now getting a lot of flack and a lot of stick from a situation that is not of his doing. And I just don't think... I mean, I think Dave King needs to take responsibility. But Kenny Miller, for me, and Lee Wallace, I have no problem with them basically voicing their opinions. OK, we don't know what was said and in what context it was said. As Gordon says, there's a line that's always been crossed at some point. But you don't have that much dissent in a squad. If there's, I mean, there's problems. There's big, big problems for us. We get our season tickets renewals in last week. I mean, the mines went up thirty-five pound. My two sons have went up eight pound each in the family section now. And the big scheme of things, that's no lot of money. But they're asking the range of fans again to give them more money. Where did it go for here? I am very, very concerned. Very worried actually because I, I just, as a Rangers fan, where are we going? What are they? I mean, who's who's going to buy Rangers? Who's going to put money in? And what is Dave King going to do? I mean, I've been reading things on Facebook today. Where is the shop deal? Where is the sponsorship deal? Where's the club going? The silence is deafening from Dave King. And Graham Murphy, for me, has been made the scapegoat. Kenny Miller and Lee Wallace today have been made the scapegoats as far as I'm concerned. Joe sums it up there, Roger, because in. In one minute, I mean, how many different concerns can you have? There are so many. He's listing them off there. Yeah, Rangers are in disarray, and and Joe has summed it up well. The, the season ticket thing's fascinating because it's like Asda saying to you, Gordon, you need to pay for your shopping up front, and you're not sure what they've got in the shelves. So you pay Asda for your shopping up front. Other supermarkets and, are available, and then you, then you go in and find <laughs> the shelves. Shelves are only half stocked, and it's not really what you thought you you were getting for your for your money. So Joe. And the other guys who are swithering about season tickets don't know who's going to be in charge of the team, who's going to be playing for the team, what strip the team are going to be wearing and whether or not they can go and buy it. They don't know, you know, whether if Graham Murphy's not in charge, is he going back to groom the next generation of Rangers players? Uh, who's in charge of bringing the players in? Will it be the new manager? Will it be, will the manager actually just be a head coach because they've got a director of football? Where is the director of football? Why does he never speak? Where is Dave King? Why is he not, you know, in, in charge, visibly in charge of this situation here? Rangers are in disarray. And the suspensions of Lee Wallace and Kenny Miller today are just, Gordon, the tip of the iceberg. I think you're right, Roger, because what we're forgetting is, you know, all the talks about uh, the discipline. But if you're a Rangers supporter, and how many walked away from Hamden... And Sunday and thought I ain't going back to that Because the, the performance on the pitch Was a shambles um, There was no heart There was no fight I'm a great believer There's a way to lose football games You walk in there It's a semi-final And you can look yourself in the mirror And think I gave everything I had today But the, the other team were just too good for us And they deserved to win And Celtic did But when you see guys like Scott Brown Playing at a canter An absolute canter It's not good enough If you're a Rangers supporter And Rogers Bang on the money Dave King Has got to lead it He's got to Mark Allen um, Get all the pats in the back For recruitment in January I'm not seeing that Somebody's You know You look at Goss for instance You look at uh, Jason Cummings For instance Not even getting a sniff um, Russell Martin Who has been Absolutely shocking so, Dave King's come out and patted Mark Allen the back 
And yet I don't see why he's patted him on the back Because I don't think he's done a particularly and, good and, job and, in and, recruitment And if you look at the squad I'm told the Jamie Murphy loan deal You just press a button and Jamie Murphy becomes a Rangers player The other ones aren't the same So if Cummings goes back to Forest And he can't get in the Rangers team just now Goss goes back to QPR He can't get in the Rangers team Martin goes back to Norwich David Bates is leaving for Hamburg Kenny Miller's leaving It looks as if Lee Wallace is leaving There are players, other players I think Lee Hodson among them Who are out of contract You would think there's no future for Carlos Pena Eduardo Herrera Joe Dodo Michael O'Halloran Because Cardoso. they haven't been involved Fabio Cardozo is another one So if you take all these guys out of the equation There's really not very many left So somebody's going to have to source players Somebody's going to have to pay to get the players Pay the players' salaries when they come in. When's all this happening? Because if Rangers qualify for Europe, they'll be playing again by the end of June. Catherine is in Partick. She's a Celtic fan. Hi, Catherine. Hi there. Thanks for having me, everyone. Not a problem. What's your point tonight? Basically, um, I've got a wee bit of a bone to pick. Just, you know, Celtic were on the pitch on Sunday. Obviously played very well. Coasted for a good part of it. I think that I'm biased. I'm a Celtic fan. Um, but the only thing I can think of whenever I think about Rangers at the present moment is using an analogy like the Titanic. Um, I do think it's the tip of the iceberg, what's going on at the moment. And you've got all these people saying Rangers are unthinkable, blah, blah, blah. Um, and the only thing I think when I think about the directors is Jay Bruce Isney, the man that jumped into the lifeboats. Um, ahead of all other women and children to save his own skin he designed the boat um, that's how I feel about the directors at the moment I hope that Sunday was a wake up call to the support, the fans and even you know just everyone else involved with the club on its own you know it's the whole situation is just abysmal, arguably the biggest game in Scottish football was played and instead of showcasing like Celtic did everything that's wonderful about Scottish football at the present moment they did nothing but bring disgrace and disrepute upon everything that we are trying to move towards and I just really don't even know where to begin with most of it uh, Gordon DL's still a bit upset about the way it played out between Jack and Rose so I'll throw it over to Roger Hanna <laughs> and see what he makes of, of Catherine's point um, well, it's an interesting point. I wouldn't be surprised if it'd been a Rangers fan making that point, Catherine, because you seem, you know, dismayed at it, the state of Rangers. Rangers are in a state. There's no doubt about it. The two clubs in Glasgow have always been measured against one another, and always will be measured against one another. And at the root of everything troubling Rangers at the minute is how well Celtic are doing. On Saturday, they have the opportunity to clinch a seventh successive championship. Come May the nineteenth. It could be historic double trebles against Gordon's motherwell team back at Hamden. They are doing terrifically well. They have been untroubled by Rangers in the semi-final on Sunday. Biggest Celtic win over Rangers at Hamden in, I think, 49 years. And Rangers will be coming to Celtic Park a week on Sunday with a fair degree of trepidation. There's no doubt about that. Snooker Loopy's on Twitter saying All us fans will renew People say they may not But everybody I know is already renewed Even if we were bottom six I would still renew And that's the way it's been For Rangers fans in the last few years Gordon And you've got to admire the loyalty mm -hmm. But at the same time uh, there, there may become a point Where the, the board just can't take that for granted No they can't And um, you know You see the, 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 the banners getting 
uh, put up at the training ground. We deserve better. They're right. They do deserve better. You know, they, were, they went down to the lowest league in Scottish football. They supported the club 40-odd thousand at every home game. They turned up in great numbers away from home as well to support the club. Gordon, uh, it's not just the fact that people shown a bit of, um, like, say, fight with Kenny Miller and Lee Wallace. I was embarrassed for Rangers on Sunday because... There was no heart, there was no fight, there's no desire. If you're a Rangers fan, surely going along there, you deserve a lot better. There was talk not that long ago about this gap closing. It's oh, it's the length of Sucky Hall Street, and it's only getting wider and wider and wider. Um, so I don't know where Rangers go. They need to have a real look in the summer. They need to get a strong... I've said for day one, and I've never never had the fact that I don't think Graham Murphy's a man to take Rangers forward. Um, they need to get a strong leader in Strong manager And really start Trying to plan Here's one for you though Dan One of the callers earlier on Suggested Billy Davis mm-hmm. Billy Davis is a very strong willed manager You would agree? Yes Someone with Billy's credentials With his experience With his strong will Could Billy Davis work with that Rangers board? Yeah, of course. If they, if they let him do what he's he's very good at, Roger, and if you see his CV, then the last five managers is better than any of them. Well, we're going to hear from former Celtic striker John Hartson. Thank you to Catherine and Partick, by the way. We'll hear from John Hartson on Sunday's game and the fallout after the travel with Amber. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com. Download the app and score a tap in. Please gamble responsibly. Roger Hanna and Gordon DL here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's show. And I was just thinking, what's the goalie Dane Tom on Twitter makes a very good point, Roger. And he's, he's pointed out that after Catherine's call, Sunday was the anniversary of the Titanic sinking. So Catherine, come on with this big analogy about the Titanic, all thought out, and we ignored the fact that that indeed was the anniversary. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was planned. I still remember Hugh Keevan's report on it, you know, <laughs> as I've seen it in the Mitchell Library. Time at a very, very moving occasion for everyone. Move, moving uh, swiftly on. Let's hear a bit from John Hartson. He says Rangers showed no character and they were in awe of Celtic at the weekend. He was speaking at his annual charity golf event today, speaking to our sports reporter Ronnie Charters, and he says it's scary the lack of fight that Graham Murty's side showed at the weekend. John, thanks for joining us in Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Okay. Looking at the, the game on Sunday, what was, your, what was your, your thoughts on, on I that? I thought it was a mismatch. Um, I really did. I thought Rangers were inept. Celtic won at, at, at a canter. Uh, I don't think Rangers got anywhere near, um, anywhere near the level of performance that they're capable of, like they showed in the previous game where it was 3-2 and they led Celtic twice. You know, they won by your character. You've got to have a character to, to play the Celtic Rangers. What you have to, what you have to put up with in your daily life, dropping the kids off at school putting petrol in your car, you know, walking in, into into town for, for your lunch, you're either getting abused or shouted at or you or you're being hailed. So you, you need a big character, you've got to have Ryan skin, rhino skin at mm. times. Rangers just didn't show any character. They never got close to anybody, they didn't show any fight, there was no desire. They was almost in awe. They were looking back. You know, Celtic were boom, boom, it was like a testimonial game. This is Celtic v Rangers. 
And the way that they won a couple of years ago on penalties under Dyla, the Rangers players come out and from the first minute they pressed high, they worked their socks off, they were in Celtic's faces and they got the draw ultimately and then they won on penalties. That was the way that they won that day. But on Saturday they never laid a glove on Celtic. Yeah, you can argue with uh, John Hart's in there. I think he's um, he's saying it as he sees it. Um, he was right. There was no fight, no character. Uh, Celtic cruised it. Gone. I thought there was a a lack of belief that Rangers could even get near Celtic in, in Sunday. Um, the, you've got to turn up. You've got to believe you can win games. You've got to go out there and put pressure on them. Don't let them get their head up because they've got too many good players. And as we touched on, some of the Celtic players absolutely cruised it. There, there was a line interested me before kickoff. The managers are interviewed before kickoff. Graham Marty said, "We need to respect Celtic." Why? I thought actually Rangers stood. As Dad said, stood off Celtic. I thought Rangers showed Celtic far too much respect. Dad said he was surprised to see Andy Halliday named in the starting lineup. So was I. Mm-hmm. And when players see that, that puts a seed. Of doubt in the players' mind The Rangers players must be thinking Oh well listen He's wanting another kind of Holding midfielder in here Well Celtic are a good team And they've just won at Ibrox They stood off Celtic from the start They allowed Celtic to play And you know Is there a possibility You heard the first caller Was it Graham tonight You heard him saying You know Maybe that's what Kenny Miller And Lee Wallace Were saying in the dressing room You know that Clearly the performance from Rangers Was unacceptable it wasn't good enough. They allowed Celtic to play. And given that they're going to Celtic Park in 12 days' time, how are they going to turn that around, Gordon? Yeah, I think, I think it'll be a very difficult one for them, especially going to you know Celtic Park. Um, I just think that Rangers need to get to the end of the season. Uh, they need to regroup, have a look at what the situation is and start rebuilding it again. Um, because they're miles behind Celtic. Um, we, we argued that on Sunday You asked the question How many Rangers players Would get in the Celtic team? None Absolutely none So it shows you They're so far behind I thought that As I keep touching on I thought the supporters were You know um, I, I don't I think they were let down badly If Rangers can rally And finish second Ahead mm. of Aberdeen Who by the way Had a real sore one At the weekend as well How much does that Go towards making up for all of this Roger It's clearly never going to make up for it completely Not not in a million years But Rangers still have a very big chance of finishing second They've got a good chance of finishing second um, It's a straight fight I think between three teams Between Hibernia and Aberdeen and Rangers So there's as good a chance as anyone else of finishing second What you don't want to do is finish fourth And have to sweat over whether Motherwell can win a cup final Because if Motherwell win the cup Fourth place isn't good enough to get into Europe and the minimum for Rangers this season is so, qualification for are you Europe. Tr- are you trying to say if that happens, then Rangers fans going to want Celtic to win the cup? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That'll be but interesting. I think post split, what happens to Rangers will be defined not even so much by whether they finish second, third, or fourth. I think it might well be defined by how they perform at Celtic Park a week on Sunday. Stevens and Lark Hall. Hi, Stephen. Hi, good evening, guys. How are you doing? Hi, Stephen. Um, just want to talk about the obviously the situation after the old firm match with the Rangers players, etc. Um basically my opinion is is that I think that what's happened with the, the level of descent, I think it all started off first with um Dave King. I think his comments before the game were foolish, misguided. 
think it undermined the position of the manager and certainly that's played out in the way that the, the, the players have reacted. Um, just to touch on to name a few, I mean, you've got Halliday going to stands, losing it clearly at the bench. Candias, I don't know, unconfirmed reports of Morelos and Doherty up in each other's grills in the um, tunnel afterwards. And then obviously what's happened with Miller and Wallace, whatever's been said. Couple that with the things that are going around social media. You've got fans turning up at Murray Park, training shut the gates. The signs that say, we say better, etc. As far as I'm concerned, the culmination of all that is Rangers at this moment in time are self-destructing. They've hit the self-destruct button at the absolute worst point of the season. And I think I'm, I'm baffled that there's still folk coming on and, and defending guys like uh, Miller, etc. based on service. You quoted a great man, Alex Ferguson, and I think if you're going to take a leaf out of somebody's book, how the management is done, it's him. There's no man bigger in the club. You can say it's passion, you can put it down to whatever, but clearly these guys have crossed a line. And as it's been touched on as well, it's not the first time that they've been involved with something like this. I'm not sure if it was with Kashinya or Warburton or a wee bit of both. That's a disruptive um, thing. And as far as I'm concerned, I do not see how Rangers are going to galvanise themselves. How can you expect the players to work for each other, work for the manager and look for the goal again second if they're fighting amongst each other and... They've got the fans on their back because those protests at Murray Park, they're only going to continue in the stand. And if your fans are on your back, calling for the board's head, the manager's head, what chance have they got to G those players up? Just to touch briefly as well and see what you think of this, guys. I think Murphy, I did feel sorry for him up until a long period of time, but after that game on Sunday, I, I don't feel sorry for him anymore. I think he's made his own bed, uh, maybe a bit inexperienced, but I think one thing I've always said about him is, is I think he would have a better chance of commanding respect to his players and keeping that position. If he was a wee bit more honest, and probably more himself from the start. He was always very diplomatic, sat in the fence, just said buzzwords. He never ever came across as if he really gave an honest and truthful opinion. And maybe if he asserted himself with his players and with his opinions through good results and bad results, people would have thought more of him. I don't know what you think of that, guys. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. The, the buzzwords, you know, from Graham Murphy have sort of irritated me for the last few weeks. I've mentioned it in the show before when he talks about executing when the players go over the white line and the prep was really good through the week. That's not the, the chant the players want to hear. You know, that, that's straight out of a coaching manual, all that sort of chat. So you need to be a bit more personable. You know, players, Daz will tell you, players smell weakness. And perhaps the players did believe that the manager had been undermined by Dave King's statement. I'm not sure you would need to ask the players. Maybe they did think that. But Graham Murphy has never struck me as being, you know, a real leader of men. That's touching Jock Wallace earlier on. People have said to me throughout the course of the day, that would never have happened under a, a Billy McNeil or, you know, a Walter Smith or a Martin O'Neill or a Jock Wallace. I don't think it would happen under Brendan Rodgers right now, to be perfectly honest. But all this dissent is happening under Graham Murphy. You know, you can say Dave King's undermined him, or maybe he's just not strong enough at the football club. Daz said there was a while the players were calling him mutts. There's pictures in the newspaper of, of, of Graham Murphy, manager of Rangers, giving players cokey backs across the park at Murray Park. Now, that, you might think, Stephen, that's just that's just a small thing, but it, it sort of leapt out at me that 
You know, the players see him as a pal And I don't think that's a healthy relationship to have Between a manager of a football team And the player of a football team Somebody mentioned Sir Alec Ferguson earlier on I'm not sure Sir Alec Ferguson would ever give anybody a cokey back Across a pitch at Carrington So I think there's a lot of problems at Rangers This end of the season can't come quickly enough for Rangers And the board have enormous decisions to take Decision number one Who's going to be the manager next season? Beat the pundits with goals in the Scottish Sun. The SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday. It's almost time for Beat the Pundit. That's when someone out there comes on head-to-head, 30 seconds, as many questions right as you can against one of these two for the chance to win a signed ball. If that person is you, then pick up the phone 0141 951 1025 and you could play Beat the Pundit after the news. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com. Bet and play and pull a result out of the bag. Please gamble responsibly. Gordon DL and Roger Hanna here with me, Gordon Duncan, tonight. Roger Hanna, who has bizarrely started a big debate on Twitter, Roger, because oh, Miss Doc know. has been in touch saying, What is a Koki back? And uh, <laughs> Henrik Vegemur is on as well saying, What is a Koki back? I assume he refers to a carry code. Oh well, you see that. Coke, is this an Ayrshire thing? Well, I, I'm grew up in Girvan, so maybe it is just a, maybe it's a Girvan thing, a South Ayrshire thing. I don't know. Just a piggyback to me, Gordon. You you are from the same Coke part of the back. world. Is yeah, it? I would say a Coke oh, thing. Yeah, I'm sure. happy with that. Yeah, brought up with that. Coke back. Yeah, I'm from the same town as you. I have literally never heard anyone say that in my life until Roger said it. Tonight. Yeah, but I've been You're living a bit older. that town a lot it's longer. It's going to be an age thing as opposed to an area thing, Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Beat the pundits with goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. It is time for Beat the Pundit Either Gordon Deal or Roger Hanna Will be up against William Who's a Rangers fan in Govan How are you tonight William? I am alright I've kind of Still trying to go off for the weekend <laughs> I can imagine Well listen this I'm not saying this is going to make up for it But it might soften the blow slightly And William I hope you don't mind me saying Because I'm about to spill a, a bit of a secret here And I, I don't usually do this You've just been a bit unlucky So I happened to pop through Next door where the calls come in As William was phoning in for Beat the Pundit And I heard the producer say to him Yep that's it you're on You're on Beat the Pundit And William actually went Oh no am I? <laughs> <laughs> so it's almost as if you, you phoned up William And didn't quite expect that, it to happen that, that, But That's the way Mark Wilson feels on a Thursday night Exactly Anyway William It's happening Don't worry right, Thanks Cheers. D- Deep breath you'll be fine I'm going to toss the coin to see if it's Roger or Gordon Heads It is Roger Tails It's Gordon Let's see how we get on and it is indeed Tails, Gordon DL up against William from Govan. So let's give Gordon some Clyde 2 in his ear and we'll get the clock up and running for you, William. Right, 30 seconds, head to head, you can pass. Here is your chance to beat the pundit, OK? Right, go. Who did Dundee United face tonight in the Championship? Oh, breaking. In which decade did Scotland last beat Portugal? 90s. Who plays at Ewood Park? Blackburn. How many points are Partick Thistle on at the bottom of the table? 48 What type of insect appears on Alawa's badge? A wasp Which English team did Curtis Main play for before joining Motherwell? Oh, uh, Rotherham How many times was Ali McLeod the manager of Ayr? Twice And why was tonight's Dumbarton-Inverness game postponed? I uh, don't know Okay. Pass. 
Right, let's bring Gordon DL back. Gordon, are you with us? Yeah, go for it. Right, Gordon. same set of questions to you, yes? Okay. Right, let's get it up and running. Who did Dundee United face tonight in the Championship? Uh, Breakin. In which decade oh, no. did Scotland last beat Portugal? Port- um, 80s. Who plays at Ewood Park? Blackburn. How many points are Partick Thistle on at the bottom of the table? 25. What type of insect appears on Aloha's badge? B. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Which English team did Curtis Main play for before joining Motherwell? Oh, I don't know. Don't know. How many times was Ali McLeod manager of Air? Twice. You were also manager of Air, of course. Uh, there are a few a few things to like about that, right? I'm going to try and go through it bit by bit. Uh, first question: Who did Dundee United face tonight in the Scottish Championship? It is Brecon. So you both got it. Well done, one all. The second question: The reason I laughed is because Gordon DL generally has a meltdown when I use the word decade. <laughs> Between us, I'm not entirely convinced he knows what a decade is, and he tends to panic. But whether you guessed or not, you were right on the money. <sighs> The 80s, the last time that Scotland beat Portugal. So it's 2 1 to Gordon DL. On to the next question. You both got it right. Ewood Park for Blackburn Rovers. So 3 2. How many points are Partick Thistle on at the bottom? Is that another guess? No. You knew that? Yeah. 25. You got it right on the money. So it's 4 2 to Gordon. I have to say, you did pull it back because Aloha are not known as the bees. <laughs> they are, of course. You were close. You know, obviously uh, You're not giving me that nah. no? Obviously not Right so well done to William He got that right Which means it's 4-3 So it's all going to come down To the last couple of questions Another confession I have to make I'm, I'm pouring everything out tonight In the office earlier Just for small talk Gordon DL turned to me And he said Who did, who did Curtis Main play for Before joining him I kid you not He just He asked me that Roger And I just blanked him Because I knew it was coming oh, up Is that why oh. I blanked him Who did he play for Portsmouth I've never known So none of you got that right It's still 4-3 to Gordon then How many times was Ali McLeod manager of air? It was three And you both said two And William You're going to kick yourself over this Because that means You got on to the last question Why was tonight's Dumbarton Inverness game postponed? I mean if I was to ask you Just to have a guess Why might a game be postponed? What would you say? Car crash No Waterlogged. It was a waterlogged pitch, William. Oh, I was thinking well. a bit more of a common reason for the games because, to be called. Because it's been sunny in Glasgow already. You're, you are right. To be fair, it's a lovely night, but the game's off. But you passed it, and that means that Gordon DL hangs on. It was a four-three win for Gordon DL. Hard lines, William. Oh, well, better luck next time. Unlucky, oh, well. William. <laughs> well, well done. Thanks to William. You'll have your chance to play beat the pundit tomorrow night. A car crash. I don't know. What was worse that or the bees? Listen It was washed But I knew that anyway And Roger Help me paint the picture Since this is radio Did you see the panic On his face When I said In what decade As soon as that word Because you've had problems There in the past Haven't you And the the other panic was If it went to a tiebreaker Because I ain't winning that Okay anyway Let's get to the football action Because in case you Weren't listening To beat the pundit We do some championship games tonight uh, And I suppose A lot of attention In Paisley Because St Mirren are champions They're heading back up But they can't have partied too hard Because they're back in action Against Falkirk tonight Andrew McLean is there for us in Paisley Yes well it was only three days ago That St Mirren were here celebrating As they confirmed Not only themselves as championship champions But also secured that return To the top flight Jubilation spilled from the stands Onto the pitch A historic day for the buddies But back to action They still have three league games left to play It was a 0-0 draw Against second place Livingston That was enough to do it for them On Saturday After two missed opportunities before that And in those games A one win at Brecon and a 1-0 lost Dundee United 
they haven't looked too good. It might be down to nerves, but you think the players will be able to loosen off a bit tonight with the title wrapped up. As for Falkirk, they've actually followed a similar path to the one that St Mirren went through last season, a woeful start to the campaign, saw Peter Houston leave early doors. He was replaced by Paul Hartley, who didn't have the best of starts himself at the Bairns, but they've had a new lease of life recently. They're now steered clear of relegation, and they'll be hoping to take that momentum into next season. As for the teams, it's seven changes for the St Mirren players, so well, I'm not sure whether that's down to hangovers or whether uh, Jack Ross is just interested in giving a few players a run out now that the title is wrapped up. Craig Sampson starts in goal. It's a back four of Gary Irvin, Jack Baird, Massimo Donati and Stelios Dimitriou. Stephen McGinn and Ian McShane, the holding midfielders with Mark Hill, Miles Hippolyte and Danny Mullen in behind the returning Gavin Riley. The substitutes, Stuart, Erehun, Glover, McGuinness, Morgan, Smith and Sutton. As for Falkirk, it's three changes from that 1-0 defeat to Dundee United at the weekend. Robbie Thompson starts in goal, a back three of Aaron Muirhead, Peter Grant and Paul Watson. Across the midfield, John McGee, Tom Tywo, Craig Sibbald, Joe McKee and Alex Harris with Louis Longridge supporting Alex Jakubiak up front the substitutes Hazard, Tumulty, Kidd O'Hara, Blair, Mitchell and Welsh the referee here at St Mirren Park is Lloyd Wilson. How's this working Andrew? Do we get such a thing as a guard of honour or anything from Falkirk? I know people like to pay attention to that and people wondering whether it would be Morton that had to do it at the weekend and so on Yeah well I suppose there there will be a a guard of honour from Falkirk here. I'm not sure the same will be happening when Rangers face Celtic. If Celtic win the title at the weekend I'm not sure that the Rangers players will be giving them a guard of honour but I think that uh, tradition will be taking place here and the Falkirk players will be clapping the St Mirren players out the tunnel We'll go back to Paisley just before kick-off uh, Roger, I was actually quite interested I know there's not a lot of stake but I was interested to see how Jack Ross would approach this and in, in the, the team lines that Andrew just read out a number of changes and, and you can see why Yeah, um, he's maybe just going round the dressing room and see who's in the best nick after a couple of days of uh, celebration they deserve the celebrations they have been the outstanding team in the championship from start to finish um, they have got the outstanding player in Lewis Morgan he's heading on to Celtic in the summer and Jack Ross the outstanding manager in the championship the work he has done not that just this season but in the last 18 months has been absolutely terrific um, so fair play to St Mirren They can have their You know See the fringe players tonight The Donatis and the Hills And all of these guys Will get their game tonight I think all the big hitters Will be back on Saturday I'm delighted to say I'm going to the Renfrewshire Derby For Super Scoreboard on Saturday Trophy presented to Stephen McGinn The captain And it will be a memorable day I would imagine For St Mirren supporters You've genuinely started something On Twitter here Roger Because MYDJ says In Glasgow it's a co-carry and then Blair McMillan says A cokey back is a Girvan thing Only time I've ever heard it Is from my ex Who was indeed from Girvan But Gordon DL said He used yeah. to say that in Motherwell mm-hmm. also So there we go But is I used it, to go it, to Girvan my holidays mm-hmm. Alright well that makes sense so then. That's, that's probably, probably where you picked what, it up I, I yeah. wonder if you or I know his ex Who's ex? Um, it was Blair on Twitter You might I have no idea I don't really want to know Maybe they school with me 01419511025 Is the number you need to get in touch and that's exactly uh, what Stuart in Canvas Lang has done. Hi, Stuart. Hi, guys. Good evening, guys. Good evening, um, first of all, I'm glad that St. Myrna are back in the Premier League because I think they're a Premier League club. They've got a nice wee set up there. we in Paisley. But the, the point I want to make is to have it regarding Scott Brown, the replacement for him. I mean, I think an ideal candidate is John McGinnis Hibbs. Uh, I think the boy, any time I've watched him, he's been outstanding. Um, would the panel think they think they still to win for him in the summertime? Ah, I is, hope they do. This, I, is one I really one, hope they do. this is one that hasn't gone away, Roger. 
Um, well, I'd, first of all, I'd, I'm not sure Scott Brown's needing replaced at the minute. Um, he seems to be doing pretty well where he yeah. is. Um, alongside him, Olivier and Charm, who's still a young man, seems to be doing pretty well. Um, Celtic seem okay for central midfielders. If you look at Stuart Armstrong, if you look at Callum McGregor, who scored again at the weekend, Tom Rogic, who scored again at the weekend, Ibrui Kouassi is still there in the premises as well. So, you know, you can understand the link with John McGinn, the family background, the links to Celtic with John McGinn. I would think if John McGinn leaves Hibs in the summer, and I think he probably will, I would think his next destination would be down south. You think so? Yeah. Well, I hope you're wrong. I just hope he comes to Celtic. I think there's a place there for him. I think the boy's outstanding, you know. And I would like I'd hate to see that talent going down south and we can keep him up here. Stuart, you're, you're right. Know? I think I think that we all want to see the talent staying in Scotland. But I think exactly. I think for young McGinn at uh, Tibbs, you've got to look at that Celtic midfield and Roger round off a few names there. I think the lad Cham has got to be a, a, a player uh, that will be in that team week in, week out. Scott Brown has still got bags of football left on him. I just look at the McGinn, would he would it be the right move? To go to Celtic Because I don't know where he's going to fit in Armstrong's there as well McGregor always plays very well in the big games uh, Rogic is, is um, Roger touched on I think he's one of the best players Celtic have got So they've got so many riches in the middle of the park I like McGinn I think he's a terrific talent But I don't know if the move to Celtic would be the right one for him Would you play him in the Celtic team? Have you, have you remind you there now And McGinn came Would you play him in the team? No. For the start of the game? No. 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 You wouldn't? No. Who who would no. you leave? Who would you leave out? Um it's a difficult it's a difficult one, but I just think I, I just think he's an outstanding player and I've teased you at Town Good in South. Maybe we can get him up here. I, I think I, mean, he's a, I, I agree. I think he's a terrific player. He's been fantastic for Hibs alongside Dylan McGeeck this season. He might still finish second or third, qualify for Europe this season. Yep. But uh, you know, if you look at Celtic on Sunday, the way Brown and in charm and Rogic and McGregor played I'm, I'm not sure you could make a case for John McGinn starting ahead of any of the four of them even get into Europe even get into the beginning of the Champions League you wouldn't fit in there I don't think he would play regularly no oh, I don't know I don't know it's, it's, I think it's a, it's a question everybody in their own we've all got their own opinion but I just hope that the talent stays up in Scotland rather than get down south. That's yeah, what I, 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 don't, I don't think we're disagreeing with you in the fact that he's a, he's, a, he's a real top football player, the young lad. But as you touched on and we were saying there, you look at that Celtic uh, midfield, who would you leave out? Because you ain't going to leave out Brown. I think Cham has just improved this season. I think he's been absolutely brilliant. Um, you know, And then you've got the other guys... Go and play. So, so it's it's a hard one, Stuart. But uh, we're we're agreeing with the fact that you're right about one thing. He is a he's a terrific talent. Yeah. Okay, guys. No bother. Cheers. Great stuff. Thank you to Stuart in Cambus Lang. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Let's just stay on the phones. Rob is a Rangers fan from Kilmarnock. Hi, Rob. Hi, Pan. How you doing? Hi, Rob. Uh, just a quick point. The current situation at Rangers. I, I, I'm not an overly concerned. Rangers fan, truth be told. Um, I think the behaviour displayed by Wallace and Miller is just the president. It's, there's a chain of command in any business. Um, if they're stepped out of line, they've been punished accordingly. Um, given how severe that is, that's down to Rangers at the end of the day. Um, fans claiming they're not going to renew season tickets. That's your choice. Listen, there's fans out there are going to renew their tickets. I've renewed mine. Um, Dave King 
the director, he will tell us when he's getting ready to tell us what's going to Ibrox. Now, I understand that's frustration. I run my own company. I'm a director. I let my staff know, as and when required, what's going to be going on. Um, we'll find out at the end of the season who the manager's going to be. Are there going to be signings? Every football club goes through periods of hardship. Manchester United, Man City way back in the day, Celtic back in their day, and this is our turn. We've had our good times. Now we need to suck it up and take the bad times. It's been seven years, and you're probably another three years, so it can be maybe 10, 11 years before we get back to where we're going to be. And that's the fact, and that's the reality. There's a lot of speculation in Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Wallace did this, Miller did that. Nobody's going to know. It'll be kept indoors. They've been disciplined. There's a chain of command. If they're unhappy, they'll contact uh, the relevant governing bodies uh, for Scottish football if they feel they've been treated mis- uh, harshly. I-, I understand the frustration that's there, but the bottom line is, we are where we are. And I'm quite a content Rangers fan. I'll be there uh, on Sunday. I'll be there to the end of the season. And I'll be there next season. We've had our good times. We're going through the bad times. And this is what separates fans from supporters. Let's get behind the team. Get behind the manager. Get behind the board. If you'd like to be there, don't come to Ibrox. Well, it's an interesting point, Rob, you make. But, you know, a lot of the Rangers fans who have phoned this show earlier this evening don't seem convinced that the board is doing enough to end the bad times and bring back the good times. Um, the, we've had people on criticising Dave King for the statement about Graham Murty. We've had people on criticising Graham Murty. We've had people on criticising Miller and Wallace for whatever went on in the dressing room that has led to these suspensions. We've had people on criticising Halliday and Kandias. And we've had people criticising... The other players simply because of the level of performance against Celtic at the weekend. So I understand the point you're making, but if you're a reasonably content Rangers fan, I think you're probably in the minority because since the weekend, the phone ins, you know, immediately after the game on Sunday, last night, and tonight, the vast majority of callers have been Rangers fans who are anything but content. I understand that. And, and you know, folk have all got opinions, all about opinions, but the reality is we are where we are. There's nothing we can do about it. But they can they, obviously get a plan. They'll, and they'll say there is there are things you can do. They will say the board can spend more money. They will say the board can appoint a full time manager rather than an interim manager. They will say that rather than loan signings, the club should spend money bringing in players who can take the fight to Celtic to a greater extent than the current team is taking the fight. Sorry to interject. The, the, the reality is, wherever we are. Dave King's got a plan. If we want to share it, he'll share it. We, the, the 90s are gone for us and Celtic, as breaks my heart, are light years and will continue to be light years ahead of us. And that's the reality we need to face. And a lot of my fellow Rangers fans, I hear them, you know, um, Murty was the best thing since spread. He loses a game, let's get Murty out. Uh, Murty's the best thing since sliced bread again because he got a draw and whatnot. We have to just face facts. We are where we are. If it's going to take another three or four years, then so be it. What's the point of coming on and dictating your distrust in the in the board? What we're we going to do? Have another board that comes in. They'll come in and do their due diligence and say, well, we're not going to spend for the next four seasons because we have to get a financial plan put in place. We don't know Dave King's plans, and n- none of us do. You don't know. We don't know. He'll detail us when the good and ready as I would do, because I think if you look at the previous board, the leaks that were coming out for there were. 
we owed money here, we did this here, we did that there. Just accept where we are. Celtic are going to do the treble. <laughs> Fact. And they'll probably do the treble next season. Oh, you've, you've just me? upset the Motherwell oh, fan oh, Golden DL over there. Fact. Well, it's the reality where, <laughs> where we are. Listen, Motherwell had a good game um, against a good Aberdeen side. But Celtic are too strong. Too strong for Scottish football and too poor for European football. Rangers were there in the 90s. And I've got friends down south and they're kind of scoffing at Scottish football. Oh, Celtic, there's no challenge and you're never going to come here. Celtic can only beat who they play and they're beating them. Fact. Rangers should be playing and should be beating the teams. We're not. Fact. What are we going to do about it? All we have to do is sit. Fingers crossed that things are going to work out. If they don't, then they need to buy a plan B. But let's just get to the end of the season, get a bit of equilibrium, check where we're going to be, and then we'll stop take for the following season ahead. Okay, thank you to Robin Kilmarnock. I do have a fact of my own, mm. and it is that the full-time teaser is coming up next. That's when we ask you to send us in a question and we try and catch the guys out. If you've got one, send it to fulltime at clyde1.com. The full-time teaser is coming up next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com Backing Scottish football all season long Please gamble responsibly Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon DL here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard If you'd like to join us please give us a call 0141 951 1025 You can tweet us as well We are at Clyde SSB on Twitter It is time for the full time teaser (laughs) And you know what? Sometimes I just don't know how they're going to go. Usually I can tell if they're easy or not. I think this one's tough, but I've also got a, I've got a worry, a niggle in the back of my mind that Roger Hanna's just going to blitz it and just blow it out the water straight away. So there's only one way to find out. This right. one was sent in uh, by Robert Roddy. And if you've got a, a question of your own, yeah, yeah, that one. Uh, if you've got a question of your own, please send it in fulltime at Clyde1.com. So... Here is a topical one If you like Roger We're looking for Eight other players If you like To sign For Or transfer to A German club from Rangers Since 1990 So we'll take David Bates out Obviously And we're looking for the other eight Who have either come From a German club Or gone To a German club From Rangers Since 1990 Clause, Clause, the yeah. Yeah. A fairly easy one Yep mm-hmm. George Alberts mm-hmm. Yes Any more in the meantime Because we've only got eight tonight Sometimes it's A few more answers But you're only needing eight You're a quarter of the way there oh, I'm trying to think through The German clubs Gordon any more guesses from you? Not yet I got the goalkeeper first You got the easiest one of the lot Yep well done Yeah okay from So we're German. looking for eight Rangers players Since 1990 Who either came from or oh, went to did, a German club did Peter Lovingcrans go to Schalke? He did Oh Roger In 2006-07 season So you've got Peter Lovingcrans George Alberts And Stefan Kloss Let's get back to the phone lines then 01419511025 John is a Rangers fan in Dalbiti Hi John Hiya uh, just Hi, like, John. Well, How's it going panel? Oh, good Hi, thanks I've got a slight input to make about the Rangers situation uh, As a fan Whole life since I could kick a ball I feel like the players the manager they've all been thrown under the bus and I feel like maybe uh, Kenny Millen Lee Wallace have got it the worst mainly due to the fact that 
as a fan, if you were put into that dressing room after that show on Sunday, you'd have one or two reactions. You'd react the same way they have and blow up and say whatever has been said. Or two, you'd have nothing to say because, well, there's nothing to say about that performance at all, really, is there? Well, I do agree with you with the performance, John. Uh, I thought the performance was shocking. Um, but I disagree with the fact that, you know, Miller and Wallace uh, get into a dressing room. And it's, obviously it's been that bad because they've been suspended. As a manager, you like players that are hurting. You like players to give you an opinion. But it's got to be done the right way. You can't overstep that matter. It doesn't matter who you are. At the end of the day, Rangers have appointed this guy, Graham Murphy, to the end of the season as a manager. I feel a bit sorry for him because every second week, his future was getting decided in games. Everybody was everybody was thinking, well, if he, if, things, if he could win, if he could beat Celtic in the semi-final, finish second, he was going to get the job. I think that would have just been papering over the cracks. Um, whether he now can go back in to his original job that's another question that's up for debate because if you're a manager coming in there and you're taking over that club, you don't want the, the ex-manager in the back room uh, working with the youth. I think Murty has put himself into a position. Um, they've gambled on him to see if he could do the job. I don't think it's worked for him. Everybody says he's a lovely guy, fine. But you've got to win football matches. You've got to be taking the club forward. I don't think that's happened and um, I think he's got a big decision now at the end of the season because I just don't think he can go back in and say, right, I was uh, I was involved with the youths, I'll go back and take my old job. I kind of agree, but I feel like maybe what Lee Wallace and Kenny Miller have said to Marty, maybe Marty should be saying to the rest of the squad, I feel like maybe Marty's been a wee bit too soft and he needs to start putting his foot down because none of the rest is would have it. None of the fans want to see that. Well, where you've got to say something about him, John, we don't really know the, all the details, but what you've got to say about Graham Murty is you say about putting his foot down. He basically has done that because the two of them have been suspended. So, uh, you know, you, you look at Candace, for instance, you look at Andy Halliday, you look at the, you know, the two Rangers players having a fight with each other, really going off the pitch, had to be separated. So as a, as a manager, you can accept all that because you're, you'll come out with the usual uh, story about, well, I like to see my players hurting and, you know, it was a terrible performance. But Miller and Wallace have obviously went too far with this. I would agree with that. But I just I just feel like maybe Murty's taking the brunt of this when he really shouldn't have because, well, he's obviously good with the youth and he has been kind of just flung into the position that he's in. Yeah, See, I, I, I think they should have made the decision. I know that it's very easy to say, right, we'll give Graham Murty the job to the end of the season. Graham Murty well, was gone in, in, in the case of can he finish second? Will he beat Celtic in the semi final? Um, people were looking at his January uh, signings. Is that just Graham Murty or is the director of football involved in that as well? Because obviously uh, Dave King came out and gave him a pat in the back and told what a great job Mark Allen was doing. But if you look at the recruitment, it was players that couldn't get a game with their clubs. You've got guys like Jason Cummings up from Nottingham Forest. Can't get anywhere near it. He was on the bench, never get used again. Gosh, everybody was shouting after two games, we need to sign him. Wasn't involved. So there's a lot of work to be done. And and, and you see, a lot of people say, well, Murty's been thrown under a, uh, under a bus. But it's a big club. And if you're a manager and you want to be successful... 
you lead by example. And I just think that it all started when he took Halliday off and it seemed to get through the full players and then obviously something's happened in the dressing room at full time. And as a Rangers fan that were leaving Hamden on Sunday, they must have been thinking, see if you could put the fight on the park like you do in the dressing room, they'd have a better chance of winning games. Maybe there's a bit more to it than that, Roger, because I'm, I understand, of course, where Gordon's coming from, but I've been hearing this a lot about fight, as if that's all Rangers had to show to bridge the gap, but the reality is surely there's there's more to it than that. Well, there's definitely more to it than that. Um, when Rangers were 2-1 up against, you know, 2-1 up against Celtic at Ibrox, when they were 2-2 against the 10 men, you would have suspected Rangers could have gone on and won that game. And they didn't And I think that was a real setback for Rangers Because I think It probably got into the players' heads And it certainly by the look of his selection Got into Graham Murty's head Ahead of the semi-final I don't think anyone at Rangers Other than a few supporters Believed Rangers were going to win that semi-final It never looked From the first whistle went That the 11 players in the park Or the manager Really looked as if they believed They were going to win that game And that tells its own story and I think in the football department at Rangers in the summer You will see root and branch change Because that's what's needed If they're going to close the gap If they are going to close the gap That says, you know, if the gap isn't closed I tend to agree with them You know, you look There was a four-goal defeat for Mark Warburton in a derby A four-goal defeat for Pedro Cascina in a derby There was a four-goal defeat for Graham Murty in a derby So it doesn't look as if, you know, the gap's closing much If the gap's going to close I think they need a new manager and new players. Final word to you, John. I 100% agree with that, to be honest with you. Uh, the players that we brought in, they've done a job to begin with. Uh, I think maybe they could be given a wee bit more of a chance. And on a final note, Wes Fodder and them don't rate him at all. He has his good games now and then, but at that kind of level, playing for Rangers, I mean, we had Stephen Kloss, Al McGregor. These people led the back line. I don't trust Fodder and I'm in the back As soon as that ball runs Anywhere near the box I get fear I genuinely I'm fear Go along with that Gordon I mean He certainly divides opinion but Yeah he does I'd... divide opinion um, But I've got to say That sometimes You need a little bit of protection I don't think the centre back Well put it this way He's got to be way down The list of worries For Rangers at the uh, moment well, Yes I, I would imagine so um, You know You've got to get the protection From your back four To start with uh, Defend from the front As they say As a cliche in football uh, I don't think Rangers particularly were good at that at the weekend. Um, but as you quite rightly touched on there, Gordon, they've got more problems than worrying can, about the Can I just say, I'm 100% with John. Yeah. 100% with John. If, if you compare and contrast the two goalkeepers in recent old fun games, if you look at the weekend there, Craig Gordon, nothing to do for over an hour. Two excellent saves in the space of a minute. West Fodringham, the first goal, it's not in the corner by Tom Rogic. The second goal, it's not in the corner by Callum McGregor. If you think back to Ibrox... Decent I, I, finishes, I, I, and I know they people, not? So, yeah, we can make an argument in, in at Celtic Park and at Hamden, there'd be decent finishes by Morelos if the goalkeeper doesn't save them. So, Craig Gordon saves things. West Fodringham, in the last three old firm games, has not saved things. And I know people will take the mickey out of the Rangers TV commentators for, what's the goalie doing, Tam? Well, if the goalie had stayed put, there would be no what's the goalie day in time. In fact, Moussa Dembele probably wouldn't have scored that goal. So, 100% with John. I agree, it's well down the picking order of Rangers' problems, 
But West Fodderingham needs to do better Keep your thoughts coming Jerry's next up in Erskine He's a Celtic fan Hi Jerry Hi good evening guys Hi Jerry uh, Right I, I was thinking of the, Just a, the broader picture Of the, of the both weekend Semi-final results And it's very patiently clear That there will be No challenge again To Celtic next year I mean Rangers are in total Turbulence um, And that's That's going to Reverberate for a few months I mean they've got No centre-halves left I mean they've sold Wilson They've sold Bates Nobody wants Cardoso. Alves wants to go. McCrory looks to be have found out, and as Gordon says, he's perhaps better in the holding role. But he's got opposition there. I don't know if Rossiter's ever going to kick a ball again. And Jack and Doran. So there's a lot of holding. And Docherty has a lot of holding midfielders. So he's got no he's got no centre halves because nobody wants the five or six that are there, and he's sold two of them. So there's a whole rebuilding job to be done there, and even. Guardiola and 200 million we still take about two years um, to, to sort it out but the other thing is um, Aberdeen McInnes Rangers perhaps dodged a bullet there uh, because he's a Scottish Wenger he is a specialist in failure I mean none of the big games he's not beaten Rangers he's not beaten us uh, he's lost semi-finals I know he's like he won one cup about three years ago I can't remember what it was now it was the league cup um and of course, if Levine thinks bringing in a 35-year-old who will be 36 in August on a two-year deal, he thinks that's a rallying cry for next season's Hearts attempt, then we're in a third state and Celtic will, will, will probably strengthen again, even if we don't get him again. Um, they're talking about a Savage, some guy, some Croatian centre-half, which probably means that Semenovic and Compers and Wherever this guy is, he's perhaps um, I, I can see him cancelling his contract. It, it, it looks to me as if um, Rogers never went over to Germany and so on, uh, because he clearly doesn't fancy him at all. So Celtic will, will continue to strengthen uh, with Morgan, uh, etc. And there's going to be no challenge. So it looks a bleak picture for the progress in Scottish football. Well, I don't. There's not much you can really argue about that because I was at both um, semi-finals at the weekend, and you're looking at teams sitting second and third, respectively. And I thought the two teams were dreadful. Uh, I thought Aberdeen were dreadful. Um, Motherwell deserved to go into the final, and you're talking about a Motherwell team that's not even finished in the top six um, against Derek McInnes's Aberdeen. Uh, they were all over a the place. They had uh, light rangers on the Sunday. I don't think they had any fight or spirit or anything about them. And it is worrying. And uh, it's worrying the fact that um, Celtic will get stronger and uh, the quality of squad and the players that they've got. Um, because after witnessing two teams at the weekend, they, they need re- rebuilt. And I don't think they'll have the finances to even comp- you know, to start that to try and close a gap on Celtic because it's massive just now. Okay, how are we getting on with this teaser? We're looking for eight players who either came to Rangers or left Rangers for German clubs since 2000. We've already got Peter Lovenkrantz, George Alberts and Stefan Kloss. Midfield player. Yeah, Christian Nellinger. Yes. He came from Bayern, didn't he? Uh, he came from Borussia Dortmund, I think, and was went Dortmund? and went to Kaiserslautern. Went to so Kaiser. had, Sorry, he, he worked at Bayern. That's what, that's what it was. One came to me. Did Dick Advocate take Craig Moore with him when he, when he went to Munchen Gladbach? He did. Oh, I got that. Down so we've got Roger. Peter Lovenkrantz, Christian Nerlinger, Craig Moore, I- George Alberts, and Stefan Kloss, and we'll get the rest of the answers to the teaser next. 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com. Download the app and score a tap-in. Please gamble responsibly. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, Gordon DL and Roger Hanna are here. And they have been racking their brains for this teaser sent in by Robert. If you've got a teaser of your own and you want to get it sent in, please do. Full time at Clyde1.com. That's full time at Clyde1.com. Looking for eight players since 1990 who've either come to Rangers from a German team or left Rangers for a German team. You've given me Peter Lovenkrantz, Christian Nerlinger, Craig Moore, George Alberts, and Stefan Kloss. Who else have we got there? No. I thought Did the Marcus Beasley Go to Hanover He did Great shout from you Well done I'll take one more guess Just now Because you've got Plenty of time Is the key to this Is one of the 1990s Is that why the question Is from 1990 Because I'm trying to Rank my brain Bizarrely it's not No No that's not significant I was trying to Rank my brain back there To see if If it was one From back in the day So that's That's cleared that up Um, no. Take another guess from you, Gordon, if you've got one. I'm struggling, Gordon. You and his turn didn't go back to Germany, mm, did it? Nope. No. Okay. I can see you playing along on Twitter as well. Thank you very much. Keep them coming at Clyde SSB. Still time to get your calls in 01419511025. Andy is in Stirling. Hi, Andy. Hi, how are you doing? All right? Yeah, fine, thanks. Uh, just a wee point on the, the, the Kenny Miller situation. Uh, I think one of the biggest problems uh, as regards Sunday. Uh, was that Rangers supporters, and I'll declare myself a new Celtic man, uh, but I think they've got a bad habit of lying to themselves where they believe the gap was closing, and I think Saturday, uh, Sunday was a, a reality check. As regards Kenny Miller, I think uh, had Rangers shown strength maybe three or four years ago uh, and finished the guy who was finished without getting glimpses through a season, I don't think you would have had probably three managers being undermined by Kenny Miller. And I think it's it's high time that, that somebody had a wee bit of backbone. Graham Murray is a rookie manager. It's clear that uh, he's been a wee bit of a fish out of water at times. But show the man the respect he deserves because civility and respect cost absolutely nothing. Yeah. That's my point. Listen, it's a very valid point you make. I think um, that kind of rule maybe goes out the window temporarily in, in the wake of you know such a, a one-sided semi-final defeat against your greatest rivals um, Daz has been in many many football dressing rooms I'm quite sure Daz has witnessed scenes that will have been similar to the scenes in the Rangers dressing room at the weekend and it's all about the reaction to that it's about Graham Murty's reaction to it um, whether he took offence whether others took offence clearly someone at Rangers has taken sufficient offence to what was said and what happened that two senior players have been suspended today and now face futures probably away from the football club. And in terms of how you respond to it, it's now over to Marty and the players remaining at the club to respond positively, both on Sunday against Hearts at Ibrox, which is now a huge game and will have a huge bearing, given there's only five games left on where Rangers finish this season. But perhaps even more importantly, I think they owe the supporters, I know themselves, a better performance at Celtic Park a week on Sunday. You know what it's like here, Gordon, the environment, and these things do snowball. As we've mentioned, you know everything that was going on, then you get into the game, you get a defeat like that, all the speculation about Murty, the fallout from the players. As Roger mentions, all of a sudden, can you imagine what is going through Graham Murty's mind at Ibrox this weekend? That is now massive, absolutely massive. 
in case it wasn't before, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's got to get a performance. He's got to get a bit of effort and commitment and uh, show you he's still leading the team to the end of the season. I don't think he's got to be the manager, Gordon. Um, but, you know, does it matter? Kenny Miller's a big voice at, at Rangers. Uh, he's an experienced international footballer. He's been there, um, you know, three times. And I think the disappointment of... The performance I think everything that happened in the dugout I think Kenny Miller who played against Dundee And probably thought he had a good opportunity to play against Celtic uh, After scoring, hitting the post And having a half decent game, you've got to be honest uh, Plus the fact that he's, a, he's an experienced player That's played in these big games before So I think all that rolled into it um, And then something's triggered something in the dressing room But Graham Murty has got a big job. He's, you know, it's management's hard enough, but when you're a, a new to this game and you've got big decisions to make and big characters in your dressing room, you cannot back down to them, Corner. You have got to puff out your chest and say, "No, I'm the manager of this club." At the end of the day, I set the rules. You've come over a line. You're finished. And I think Graham Murty, to be fair to him, there and the fact that he suspended the two players. I think he's done the right thing. He wants to come back in, Andy? I I think uh, one of the things that I think a lot of people are forgetting about Sunday as well, um, I believe that Celtic, uh, I don't think Celtic were, were, were that great, if I'm being completely honest. I think they were decent. I don't think they were great. I think they showed signs of nerves early on. You're a Celtic fan, aren't you, Andy? I am. Yeah, yeah. I am. Yeah, I, just I am. Uh, and I, I believe that Celtic... Uh, uh, Chucked it after they went four up. I had a tenner on five uh, six nil, uh, five hundred to one. So I was screaming at the telly, uh, uh, literally screaming because I, I believe uh, that uh, Celtic, uh, the strength they have in depth, and you know we can all argue. We all have always have this argument about uh, Dembele and Griffiths. Dembele Griffiths. There's only one guy who should start in these games. He's a big game player, and that's Dembele and the strength and power that he had. Uh, Rangers had no answer to. As regards Rangers going forward, uh, I think uh, I think it's 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 now or never. Uh, and I think Dave King's either got to sh- shape up or ship out. Uh, strength is what's required in there. I remember when we Fergus came into Celtic Park when we were in a real bad way, uh, and the one thing he said, "I'm not paying one thin dime more than more than somebody's worth," and and, and he let some good guys go like Cadetti uh, and, and various others, Tommy Burns, uh, Paul Elliott in particular. But he showed a backbone whether he was right or wrong. And I think the one thing that's missing at Ibrox right now is backbone. There isn't any. OK, big thank you to Andy and Sterling. I think that'll be the final call of the evening. In the Championship games tonight, still breaking nil, Dundee United nil, St Mirren nil, Falkirk nil. Falkirk did do the old uh, guard of honour for the champion, St Mirren coming out onto the field. Um, a few interested spectators as well Stephen Robinson The Motherwell manager's there Wonder if he's keeping an eye On any players Roger mm, You never know You never know he's Probably never just know. going to see A team that will be yeah, playing Against possibly. next season That is very true Indeed Right I think we've got Two answers left to get On Robert's teaser We're looking for Eight players To come to Rangers Or leave Rangers For a German club uh, Since 1990 You've already given me This is after David Bates Of course You've already given me Demarcus Beasley Peter Lovenkrantz, Christian Nerlinger, Craig Moore, George Albert and Stefan Kloss. That means you've got two to get. 
And we are closing in on the it's, final moments. Any ideas, Roger? Yeah, you two talking about Motherwell Cup finals sprung to mind. Kiriakos that scored in a cup final against Motherwell. Did he go to Germany? That's an unbelievable shout from Soterios you. I was certain that one wouldn't oh, be guessed correctly. Kiriakos went to yeah. Eintracht what, Frankfurt. One, one thing I wondered, did, remember the goalie, did Jesper Christensen go to Wolfsburg? Loan. Oh, that right. Right. I had in the back of my mind. Also, and we mentioned Beasley earlier on. Claudio Reyna? He's got it earlier than usual. Where did Claudio Reyna go? Wolfsburg. No, from Wolfsburg. Came ah, from Wolfsburg. Well and he went to Sunderland. That doesn't matter for the teaser, I can't remember, but it was Wilsburg he came from, that, so there you go. Really? You've done it, well done, thank you to Gordon DL and Roger Hanna for joining me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's show. We'll be back tomorrow night from six o'clock, you get the chance to do it all over again in the company of Jim Duffy uh, and of course Mark Guidi as well. Still goalless in those championship fixtures, it must be said, um, but as for tonight, don't go anywhere because Callum Gallagher's up next. He's got music from James Morrison, Calvin Harris, and Jax Jones as well. Scoreboard with ladbrooks.com. Bet and play and pull a result out of the bag. Please gamble responsibly. 